Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS website. Hi, welcome back to the November 2016 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club. Coming to you from Sydney, Australia, my name is Dr. Damien Murici and I'm here with Dr. Leo Kim, who is one of the accredited plastic surgery registrars currently working at St. George Hospital in Sydney South. Leo, the next paper which we looked at was techniques and perforated selection in single dominant DEB flat breast reconstruction, algorithmic approach to maximise efficiency and safety. And uh, the senior author is Michelle Saint-Cyr. Uh, this is from uh, the Mayo Clinic and from November, uh, from November 2016, so uh, in the current PRS. So what was this paper about in a nutshell, Leo? Um, so this paper was looking at that um, the single perforator, uh, choice of using the single best perforator in a breast reconstruction. So three-year retrospective study looking at 183 flaps done over three years. Um, 75% of those flaps were single perforators and the conversion to muscle sparing tram was 9.4%. Initially the marking was done in a traditional manner in the sitting, standing and a flex position. Uh, Doppler was used uh, preoperatively as well as intraoperatively to select the size and the signal and preoperatively CT angio done, was done to look at the dominant perforator. For unilateral reconstruction for a very large flap, the author's first choice was a dominant medial perforator, as well as when, as opposed to when a unilateral recon for a small flap, it was a dominant lateral perforator that was chosen. And if the unsuitable, con, con, if on, if the vessels were found to be unsuitable, then contralateral medial row perforators were assessed, and if all else failed, then it was converted to a muscle sparing tram. Single perforator was used in 85% and two to three perforators were used in 25% of cases. And overall, as the medial versus the lateral row, uh, the statistically about two thirds, so 65% used medial and a third, 32% used lateral row. And when medial row was used, 83, 86% was a single perforator as opposed to only about 50% for the lateral row. And that's consistent with a repeated anatomical study that shows that medial perforators tend to be bigger and have twice as bigger flow, but they have longer intramuscular cores and only dominant in 20%. And interestingly, in a BMI group of less than 25, a single perforator was only used in about 57%, whereas a high, in higher group, this number was, was higher at between 78 to 84%. So, and interestingly, the, the flap heavier than uh, 1,000 grams, uh, six out of nine flaps had multiple perforators. So overall, this, this paper was a good comparison between single versus the multiple perforators and for three different groups of BMIs. Yeah, look, uh, this was a fantastic paper. And one of the best things uh, about the paper as a whole were the accompanying videos and uh, Michelle Sancy's instructional videos in terms of dissecting out the internal mammary artery and vein and the techniques for harvesting uh, the DF flap are uh, fantastic for any any plastic surgery trainee out there uh, who's interested in learning from an absolute master. And uh, I really enjoyed watching the videos. Uh, The paper itself is is great. Uh, This is uh, the experience of a microsurgeon 
um, who uh, has particular expertise with this with this flap. Um, it was uh, interesting that uh, the venous congestion rate was 7.2% with a flap loss rate of 2%. Um, I, I didn't think it was valid to compare, however, the DEP with those that were converted to a muscle sparing tram because it wasn't like the intent was to perform a muscle sparing tram. It was where, for whatever reason, whether it was an intraoperative incident or uh, unsuitable vessels, or uh, you know, at some point during the dissection, the decision was made to abandon a DEP and go for a muscle sparing tram. So it wasn't a true head to head comparison, but overall, I thought this was a great paper and I really enjoyed it. Yes, it was an excellent video clip, and all the all the registrars here learnt a lot from a very clear. Uh, demonstration of what how to flap his raise and his inset. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.